Hey, this is Devin Austin again. Uh, Thank you for listening to my second podcast now. I am driving to a wedding currently. I I live in Hot Springs, Arkansas. I'm driving to... It's it's the Dallas area. I think it's Salina, Salina, Texas. Gonna see some old college buddies. On long road trips, I just start, you know, getting my own thoughts. Thinking, I think it's a great time to put my thoughts into a podcast. I, uh, this last week was really good. We're preparing on the farm to get, uh, to start harvesting. It'll probably be a few more weeks, just letting the bud getting ready, uh, just letting the plants grow a little bit more before it's time to harvest. Also working in the CBD store. Um, yeah, I, if you didn't listen to the last podcast, uh, I work on one of the first hemp farms in Arkansas. So we got the farm, then we have a store that we sell online. We also have a storefront that we work, so... I do eight hours on the farm, and then I do three or four hours at the store every day. So the store's good, too. A lot more people coming in. I'm making more sales, which it doesn't matter. I mean, I'm paid by the hour, but that's good. That business is going for the business owners. Cool learning experience for me, just watching all that occur. Um, kind of was on, kind of what's on my heart right now, honestly, is uh, just this weird season of life, because... You know, you know, graduated college, all your friends are getting engaged either in college or right after, so if you're like me and you went to a smaller college, your friends are a lot more people, or at least good acquaintances, and that means a lot more weddings. I was thinking about it because it's so hard to um, stay in contact with your friends after college because everyone goes to different places. I live in the South, so everybody goes to like Dallas, you know, Little Rock, well, Little Rock, it's close to where I'm at, but, you know, I'll, I'll just use, like, Dallas, Memphis, you know, they want to go Nashville, Tennessee, they want to move around, they want to go get the job, but their job isn't where they live, so they have to go spread their wings, and that's okay. I think all friends are for a season, family, you know, family's usually for life, unless they're bad for you, but friends are always for a season, doesn't mean you're not friends with them later, it's just, you don't see them as much, you don't talk to them as much, and it's not a bad thing. Everyone's busy. Everyone's getting their master's or doctorate degrees or they're starting in their first or second job. They're starting families. They're having kids. Getting married, obviously. It's um, it's just different because at least in college or if you grew up in like a town where you stayed in the town for a while after high school and you have your close friends, you know. You're used to seeing them every day. You're used to talking to them, going on adventures, doing late night shenanigans, or going to Waffle House. And now that you're an adult, you know you gotta work, you gotta pay those bills, and uh, you know you gotta make sacrifices. That's okay. You know, life's not about college; it's about finding a job that fulfills you, makes you happy, and then, you know you can do that at least for a time, or you know keep a job until you find the fulfilling job. You, uh, I'll, I'll probably ramble for a little bit, but, you know, you, you miss those buddies, you miss those times, uh, it's not that you can't get them back, but when you, you know, there's just fewer opportunities to have that, because if people have to drive back and forth to see you, you know, less time, can't stay out as late, less, you know, opportunities, because you're not the only person in your life, in their life, you know, they have their family, they have other friends, co-workers, new friends are making, so... I think it's kind of selfish even for me thinking like 
oh man, I wish I could, you know, my friends would make more time to come see me, even if they live close by, even if they live right down the road. I have friends that live right down the road, but I barely see them. Nothing else besides they're busy with life, and if I think I'm the most important part of their life, I'm wrong, you know? Uh, but when you, I was just thinking I may even do like an Instagram video. I like to do Instagram videos right now. Um, just talking about you got to enjoy the little times you have with people, even if it's for an hour after the wedding, because you can't really talk during the wedding because, you know, people are getting married. But it's like that hour after the wedding where you all sitting there eating dinner, celebrating the bride and groom, or maybe you all go out for, you know, food or something after that. You may only get to see them for an hour, but just catching up on old stories, catching up on their life. If they've started a family or if they started a cool career that you want to ask questions about, you know, just always dive into them because you know, like for me, I know everything going on in my life, so I'd rather know other people's life. And hopefully that's vice versa, but if not, that's okay. You know, give them that detention when you can, and I think that's going to mean a lot. I don't know, you know, it's meant a lot for me when I, I've gone to weddings, and even even if. I don't even talk to them the whole time after the wedding. If they sit down for 10 minutes, just catch up with me. And you just, you remember those memories, the stories. You you have that re, uh, the reconnection. But also, it just, it's like, it's kind of like a shot back to the old times. Like, hey man, I remember when we were inseparable. I, I remember when it was me and you against the world. So, oh, sorry, just passing a cop. But, uh, no, it, it just goes back to like, Hey man, you know, even though we don't see each other, you know, you're still important to my life. It's, you know, I just can't always verbalize it or see you. So that's kind of on my heart there. At work, it's interesting because I want to be my own boss. I don't know if I even said all about that in the first podcast, but I want to be my own boss. Don't necessarily want to do it in hemp, but if so, so be it. But it's so weird because there's some things that I think I know more than other people. And that's either through, you know, pride, ignorance. I've done a lot of research, listened to a lot of smart people about business. A lot of times I listen to YouTube or audio, but books too. But just learning that way. And I feel like there's just certain ways to do things. Which, once again, maybe when I own my own business, it will be a little different for me. But I hope, you know, I do have some things that I'm figuring out that will you know, we'll go into the business and I won't have too many failures if I keep listening to other people and other people have gone through it. But it's so hard because sometimes the bosses are just kind of dumb or at least it appears they're being dumb or not thinking long-term strategy. Something, I watch a lot of Gary Vee, something that uh, he preaches on is just long-term strategy. A lot of people are in this short-term trying to figure, you know, trying to make the money quickly sometimes you can but it could hurt your long-term strategy if you want your business to be successful 10 years down the road versus in the next couple months to either make a bill you know you got to pay the bills or to impress people that would probably be me because I'm a people pleaser I know I want people to think I'm successful and probably want it too fast so I have to slow down you might make a decision you're going to regret because you weren't patient uh, just from everything I've watched, patience is key for that. I um, 
I was working Chick-fil-A marketing one time and we had a great opportunity, at least in my eyes. The owner had a different opinion, which is fine. But uh, to really just get in deep in this town because there's a new upcoming college. They just started sports teams. You know, they were trying to figure out their mascot and we had an opportunity to freaking Chick-fil-A could basically have been the mascot or we would have been at all the games, all these banners. We'd had done things like fed the team, probably give some money for the sports teams, which I know that costs a lot. I wasn't ignorant on that. But like really embed ourselves in that college and that community. And it's a small community. There's one official college. There's another uh, smaller college kind of, but it's, I don't, they haven't been accredited for a while, but I think now they are. But basically there's one college in this town. It's a big town. It's Hot Springs. So it's National Park. And uh, what is it? Yeah, and we had this opportunity to basically be embedded in there where Chick-fil-A would have been all over the place. We would have been the main supporter there. Maybe even cut out any other advertisers if we wanted to. And I know that would have cost a lot of money. The owner made a lot of sense. In short term, you would have been making a lot of money off that deal. But long term, that college is going to grow. Their sports teams are going to grow. Even though it's a small college, eventually they're going to get better and good. And people are going to start going to more of those games. And then if they see every time they go to the game, every time they pass the college, every time they go to class, whether it's a student or if it's a parent or people just, you know, driving through town, every time they think of that college, they think of Chick-fil-A, ergo, for marketing, you're going to be more likely to get those people to go to Chick-fil-A when they're hungry, especially if the students start getting bigger. And obviously, you know, students can't always afford food, but when they can, they'll choose they're like hey guys where do you want to go and for some reason subconsciously they're thinking chick-fil-a it's not because every place had a banner with chick-fil-a and there's chick-fil-a mascot running around every game and you know it's it it more of anything would have been a long-term strategy in my opinion would have been smarter to invest the money now if if he believes he's going to stay in this town and own it for a while now if he thinks he eventually will give it up to another owner operator that's fine that's okay that's how Chick-fil-A works. You don't technically own the business. You're an owner-operator. Once once you retire, you leave, quit, or get fired, they'll give it to somebody else. But I just... That's something where I felt like if I would have had the power, I could have made that happen. And maybe if I'm wrong, but I... I just want to be a business owner so bad, because if I'm wrong, let me be wrong. Let me... You know, if, if I would have invested in that, and then years later, it really didn't make any dividends for me. Okay, cool. Awesome. That was my mistake, but I hate being at the mercy of other people or business owners or managers who don't have the same mindset as me. It's not that I'm smarter than them. They're way smarter than me usually, but I have ideas that I think will play out. I have mindset. I have culture. I feel like I can bring, but if but if I'm not the head, I can't control the culture. It's going to be the owner or the head manager, wherever the business is. And I mean, sometimes I probably, I I know I've been wrong before. I can't think of anything right now, but um, I know I've been wrong in some, you know, business meetings where, you know, I brought up something, hey, let's do this for marketing, let's do that, blah, blah. I know probably a few times it was just wrong or dumb. Oh, no, here, here's one. I used to think that, like, doing newspaper was the dumbest thing, which, hear me out. So right now, you know, 
most people don't read the newspaper. I was at a business where we dealt with older people, so the argument was uh, they're still reading the paper, so we need to put a few advertisements in there. My argument was for the people I was watching for a long time, they're like, no, print is dead, print is dead, newspapers going online, don't do it. But then I was watching a particular guy, once again, Gary Vee, he was talking about it's not that it's dead or wrong, it's just it's overpriced for the value you're getting for the ROI, return on investment. You're going to have people read the newspaper, but how much of that is actually going to, um, I'm going to use this word, I think it's wrong, but correlate, it's going to correlate to, you know, bringing customers in, making money. It's going to work, you know, you're going to have people read it, and then you're going to have so many people act on what they read. But was it worth the price versus another way to advertise? I think if I went back to that particular job where we were working with the elderly, I would say let's put some marketing in the newspaper, that's fine. But then let's really focus in on Facebook advertisements right now because right now they're underpriced. So the ROI, ROI on them is a lot better because it's cheaper and you get more influence to get more people in. And with the Facebook advertisements, you're not targeting the elderly, you're targeting their kids who eventually will use our business or that business back in the day. You wouldn't target them. Most of them aren't on Facebook from the people we were dealing with. But their kids, their their helpers, people who were in contact with them would have been on Facebook. So that's my little rain about that. Just crossed into Texas. God bless Texas. Texas people, I love you. I had many Texas friends in college, and y'all think y'all are the world. Y'all think that you're the best thing since sliced bread, and I secretly love it. I wish it, I would have, or people would have that much passion about Arkansas. I wish, you know, because, you know, there's not always a lot going on. It's Sometimes it's tough. You know, people kind of look down on you from Ar- Arkansas sometimes, not always. And I wish, you know... We just had this pride, you know, like, it seems like some states have this pride, like, oh, I'm from California, I'm from New York, I'm from Texas, you know, I wish there's something about Arkansas people could just believe in, you know, when someone starts talking crap, just be like, no, dude, I'm from Arkansas, so F you, you know, I, I kind of like being the underdog that believes in themselves, but Arkansas right now feels like the underdog that doesn't believe them, believe in themselves, you know what I mean, and, uh, Life's, life's weird. Life's weird as I'm growing up. Friends, some are changing, some I'm keeping the same friends. It's just so much harder to see them. So if you think anything about this, just consider, even if it's a quick text, a quick call, maybe even a little video. Sometimes I like to send a video because I could get more into what I'm trying to talk to them and I know they can't answer a call because they're busy. But whenever they're free, they can watch that video and catch up I could put all my thoughts emotions how I feel I see them on social media ask them questions about maybe new girlfriends or new jobs and whenever they have time they can just send a quick video back whether it's an app or just a video and just send it on your phone whichever oh it books a million I haven't seen one of those in a while just passing it um I'm gonna get off because one I need to get on my maps but two I feel like I shouldn't rain if there's nothing to talk about for the podcast I appreciate you guys. I'm still trying to figure out what to do about titles and stuff. Because right now I have the helpful hemp farmer. I think that's cool. Maybe I'll bring people in. Maybe not. But uh, here I got to go. Peace.